Well, welcome everybody and welcome to February 1st. That's right. We are already the second month of 2024 and Miss Liz is back here with an afternoon tea time. And then I will be back tonight at 7 p.m. with an evening tea time because that's just how we roll in this house is we serve two teas every Thursday on Tea Time with Miss Liz. So if you haven't subscribed to Miss Liz's YouTube channel, run on over there, ring that little doorbell so you're notified every time there's a live tea time. Join us with your live comments and questions and suggestions and all of that good stuff bring in your love and support and share this tea time today i want to give a special shout out to all of the veterans out there for your services thank you so much for your services today's tea times will be uh i will be sitting with two men who have given their time and energy and their lives to serve their communities and countries so i want to thank them for that uh, they don't get enough thank yous. You know, uh, we really just got to start appreciating people who have sacrificed their lives for all of us. So I want to give a special shout out to all of you guys out there. So today, this afternoon, I have the incredible Richard Kaufman. If nobody knows who Richard is, run on over and check his podcast, The Vertical Molian. I Here we go again. Miss Liz's tongue twist. I didn't get Richard to say it because you know what? Miss Liz's tongue's always twisting and turning. So before we get started, we're going to do the disclaimer. We're going to get some bio and then we're going to have some good strong TEA. And today's tea is going to be training, empathy and attention because Richard's bringing a strong cup of tea to all of you guys. So again, thank you guys all for joining in. Adam, I see you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Disclaimer for Miss Liz's Tea Time Live show miss liz myself is going live using Streamyard. before leaving a comment please grant Streamyard permission to see your name at streamyard.com please be advised that the content brought forward for any tea time show hosted by myself miss liz is always brought forward in good faith however may bring forth dialogues and opinions that are not representative of my platform the facts and information are perceived to be accurate at the giving time of airing all tea time guests and audience participants are responsible for using their good judgment and taking any action that may relate to the discussion. The content brought forward may include discussions for some where they may be emotionally at risk. It is significant to know that this show is engaging in discussions, forms only to offer and inspire awareness and connection and is not providing therapeutical advice. If you have any questions about the disclaimer or the panelist discussion, you may freely contact me, Miss Liz, through my email at bookingmissliz at gmail.com. Moving forward, should you choose to voluntarily participate in today's show in any aspect, I myself, Miss Liz, welcomes you. And should you decide that the show is not made for you at this time, I respect those wishes and we'll see you at a later show at a later date and time. And again, all tea times are done on Thursday, 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time in 2024. If it's not on the Thursday and you see a tea time, it's a surprise tea time or a returning guest or rescheduled tea time. Now, a little bit on my guest. Who is Richard? Well, let me see. Who is Richard? Richard Kaufman originally hails from Belleville, New Jersey. He proudly serves in the United Nations Army from 1986 to 1988. Richard has temporary break-in service. He continued to serve in the Army National Guard from 1991 to 2012. In the following states, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and South Carolina. One of the missions of his units was to support Operation Enduring Freedom. Richard was medically retired after 23 years of service. During his career, Richard had three military operational speci specialties. He served as a 19K MI armor crewman, 19D cavalry scout, and an 11B in Frontman. As an MI crewman, Rich worked as part of a team to operate armor equipment and fire weapons to destroy enemy positions. His role was to operate tanks and amplify, I'm not sure how to say that word, so I'm not even gonna try it, assaults vehicles. 
engage and destroy the enemy as a cavalry cavalry scout he would be the lead on platoon we consistence and security missions as an infant frantman i'm going to get richard to say that because i don't want to put any disrespect to any of the military and uh veterans out there rich led the infantment teams in military operations providing tactical and technical guidance to sub sub subrate and professional support to both superiors and sub sub or rate in accomplishments of their duties richard left the military at the rank of sergeant to know more on richard's full bio we're going to talk to richard we're going to get richard in here and we're going to share some tea but you can find richard's full bio on miss liz's facebook page linkedin instagram all of those good things so let me get richard in here and let me share some tea because i see he's eager in the back and he's ready to roll so let's give you some strong tea welcome richard how are you guys? Thank you so much, Miss Liz, for having me. I'm pumped up. I'm excited. Oh, I got you. You're back in my ear. <laughs> I'm so blessed and, and grateful to be able to be here. Thank you, Adam. I love you so much. Another amazing dude with my mental health warriors. It is awesome. Adam is a big supporter, and he's also been on Tea Time twice, and his wife has also been on Tea Time. So check out the Mental Health Warriors. Run on over to that as well and support that. Uh, Richard, I want to get into who Richard was as a little guy to who Richard is now. Well, I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't really remember much anything from ages 10 and below. Um, I, I grew up in at, my mother was an addict and my father left when I was three months old and we moved down or moved around a lot. So I kind of don't really remember anything from like 10 or 11 down below but i mean i, I know that I, I suffered with um adhd uh, some dyslexia so i i had a rough time in school i was because i would learn things so quick i didn't realize that i had such a high iq that i would learn stuff and then i would get bored as everybody else was learning it so they would call me a troublemaker i was just bored because all right you taught me about president lincoln okay Next, on to the next thing. And for me, I just couldn't wait till everybody else caught up. So I had I had a really rough uh, time in school. And I and I actually by the time I was eight by age of 12, I think we moved 14 times. And oh then um, I had my first drink at 11. I was a full blown alcoholic at the age of 13. And I I uh, got thrown out of high school. So I'm only a ninth grade, I'm a ninth grade dropout. So I, I wasn't the greatest kid uh, growing up. I had a lot of, I had a lot of rough times. So uh, now when my kids give me a, give me a little mouth, I'm like, all right, I get it. I wasn't exactly the greatest myself. So that was me as a, as a little brat. Well, and our children have a way of breeding back who we were as kids, right? You know, Sometimes we have to look at the mirror and we have to say, Ooh, I kind of was like that myself when I was little. So, you know, we kind of step back. It's the pause. Well, now there's times when my pause. daughter will try something. I'm like, yeah, don't even try it. Cause I did it already. <laughs> so there's no sense <laughs> even trying it. I already know you did it. So you're not going to get away with it. I, I, I like that statement, right? Don't even try because I already tried it and I got I got caught, so you're going to get caught, right? Exactly. <laughs> so, Richard, I wanted to I wanted to get to know you a little bit more. I wanted to get to know who Richard is, and why Richard does what Richard does today. Because you're the comeback coach for everybody that doesn't know about you. Talk to us about who the comeback coach coach is. Oh, um, I'm nobody special, and I tell that to everybody that ever has me on the show. I'm nobody special. Like I said, I'm a ninth grade dropout. Uh, but I'm the I'm a guy that's too dumb to quit. I just don't quit. There's no quit in me. You know, even though I didn't finish ninth grade, you know, I've read over six thousand books. I have eighteen books going now as I speak, and I got two audio books. So I'm constantly looking for knowledge, and I just have. And a lot of people are like me. We just have different learning pathways. 
So, you know, sometimes people are good with in school. Some people are better doing things, you know, with their hands. So I, I realize that I'm just I'm a different kind of guy. But for me, somebody asked me, who am I? Um, I'm a miracle. I would say that I was never meant to live. I never thought I was going to live past the age of 20. So for me, every day on this earth is a gift from God. And we were talking earlier, you know, and the reason why I'm wearing these stupid Mr. Magoo glasses, because I lost 60% of my vision. But I don't look at it as a, a, a disability. I look at it as a disability. So I, I, I'm the kind of guy that you, when I was growing up, you wouldn't want to, your mother warned you about. But I'm also the kind of guy, if we're walking down the street and it's nighttime and a bunch of guys start walking behind you, I'm the guy that you want by your side. So I'm a dichotomy dichotomy of a lot of different things. I'm not just one thing. I'm a lot of different things. Ask my wife and she'll tell you I'm a lot of things and some things we can't say on this TV on this program so well we were talking about that backstage right we got the way that we say things sometimes people are like oh no way you did not just say that right but you know i think real authenticity and real you know when we stand in our true selves and be proud of who we are and richard i really love that you say i'm i'm just the every guy everyday guy right I'm different. I, I come with a different flow. I come with a different blend. But give me a chance, you know? Let me let me show you what I can do for you. But, you know, even though I have a top 0.5% podcast globally, I have a two-time, my book so number one seller two times, um, and have hundreds of thousands of friends and fans. I'm still the guy that I got to go pick up my dog's poop behind her. And I got to take out the garbage. So I'm really not that special. And I think once you have an attitude of, okay, I'm really not that special. I don't think that much myself. Because I know a lot of people that will call themselves leaders. And if you have to call yourself something, then you're not really that. So right. for me, if somebody asks, are you a leader? It's not up for, it's not up for me to say if I'm a leader or not. Because somebody once told me that um, heroes talk about themselves but legends get talked about. So I'd rather be talked about than talk about my own self. And we were talking about that, right? We want the legacy. We're, you know, we're not going about the spotlight. We're not going about, look at me and this is who I am. You know what I mean? And a, and a leader is somebody who leads others to believe that they're leaders. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And titles. We There's so many different titles out there. You know, there's mothers, fathers. Why are we not talking about mothers and fathers? Those are titles too. You know what I mean? But we're focusing on all of these big titles. And Richard, I put it out there. And for all my listeners, they know this. I've shared this story multiple times. I put it out there on LinkedIn. If I didn't have all the titles that were attached to my name, would you work with me? And 87% said no. So they had already judged me by just the titles instead of getting to know me as a person. And that's why I have people like you, Richard, on my platform to show that the everyday person has a difference too. We make a difference too. You know, we can bring something different to the table because we've lived it. We have that life experience. I see your t-shirt and it says, today I decide. So I wanna know about what you decide today. What, well, what, what the reason why I wear shirt? this shirt is because uh, on my show, the last thing I say on my show every day is if you follow me, you're no longer a victim. You're a victor. And every day when we get up in the morning, we get a choice. Do I want to be a victim of my past or do I want to be the victor of my pet, my future and my present? So whatever we do, it's our choices. If you want to find out where you're going to be five years from today, it's the choices that you're making at this moment. So you decide how you want your life to go. Nobody else gets gets to decide it. And like we were talking about before we get on the show, Miss Liz, you know, Jim Morrison of the Doors once said, "Nobody gets out of here alive." So you are the you are the sum of your choices. So that's why I wear this shirt all the time. I got more than one, but that's why I wear this shirt all the time, saying, "Today I decide." And I wear it a lot because people will be like, "Well, what'd you decide today?" And I'm like, "I decided to talk to you today." So it starts a conversation up about people's 
helping them to decide to live a better life and live the life that they deserve to live and that God gave them to, to start enjoying their life again. So Richard, how, uh, how, how deep are you with God? Not as much as I should be. Um, I fail him every single day. Um, I'm the kind of guy where I don't have the answers. I wish I had a lot of answers. I, as I get older, um, the more I have more questions than I do answers. But, you know, I know that God in my life, there's, there's my life, I say no to a lot of stuff. And if it's not God, family, friends, and business and podcasting, I don't have time for it. So <clears throat> I say no a lot to a lot of things because it's not going to get me where I'm going. So for me, I, I try to get as close as I can, but I kind of live by the serenity prayer every day. I say maybe a hundred times a day, you know, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I can't change and the courage to change the things I can. So I, I'm getting closer to God, but there's sometimes I just do stupid stuff and he kind of, He's like, all right, Junior, you know, we, we need to uh, say say you're sorry. And you, you need to come to me with a humble heart. So I, I, I'm me and, him, me and him, we're good. You know, I know that he's the CEO of my life and I'm, I'm, I'm just the, the VP, but he's the CEO. Well, I, and the reason that I ask that, I, I, I'm not I'm not a religious person. I'm a spiritual person, but I am connected to the higher power. Right. The God. We all have the God within us. And that's what we do when we serve our teas is we serve from within us, right? So we have those struggles. We have those days where we're, oh, just really sucks, you know, just, you know, and I, and I seen one of your episodes, I, I believe it was yesterday or the day before where you said, yep. uh, you know, you were tired. I'm trying to remember the episode because I watched a couple of them. Cause I like to, I like to scoop in and check out on my guests and see what they actually, you know, how they are on their platforms. Because when you come to someone else's house, you, you bring different, right? You bring a different flavor. When no, I'm the same guy. I'm, can I tell but, everybody that I'm the same guy. Like when I have you come on my show, I'm the same goofy guy on camera, off camera. We ever get together, you're getting a big hug. So I'm the same on and off and people never got to worry about that. Cause I'm the same dude everywhere. Well, and that, and that's why I checked your platform out, Richard, because you know what there, you know, some people, they, they do different, right? They serve different. And when I watched your show, I see the same guy and I'm like, yeah, that's cool. I like it. I like that. He's authentic because it shows the authenticity, Richard. So I really want to thank you for that. Uh, you know, you gave me a really strong tea and the words that you gave me, I, I really look at the teas when my guests give me them. And Richard, you gave me a tea that stands strong, the training, empathy and attention. So I want to get into those words. Why did you give me those three words for your tea? Well, I and I just wrote a big LinkedIn post about on on how important empathy is and how important um, soft skills are. In, in life and in business and marriage relationships it's all about the soft skills you can have the best hard skills in the world but if you don't have soft skills you're not going to get very far and teaching for me like i said and i just this just happened before i came on uh, my book and my course that just came out mr john lee dumas actually is endorsing my book and he's the number one podcaster in in the world with over a million downloads a month but he, he trained me. He, he's, he's been my mentor. So for me, I think um, like some of my mentors are Mr. Ed Milet, Mr. Gary Vaynerchuk, Mr. Dean Graziosi. You know, these are mentors and I had to be teachable. So you can't, I can't learn anything in life if I'm not being teachable. And I think a lot of people, like I say, the average CEO reads 60 books a year, but the average adult hasn't picked up a book since high school. So for me, I, everything is about training. Everything is about being teachable. So though I think those are, you know, TEA, I forgot what the third, well, I forgot what the A was, but those, you know, being teachable, training, and then being empathetic. If you have those two, you, you can't, you can't help but win. Well, and, and the A that you gave me was attention. And when you gave me that word, Richard, 
that speaks volumes because you're a recovering addict, right? Yeah. Yep. And you had to pay attention to the red flags where you had to say, you know what? Whoa, today is a change. Today is enough. I've had enough of the shit sandwich. I need to fix myself. And that's paying attention to the inner cup. That's paying attention to you, you know, and that's your future word that you gave me was attention. So you're paying attention to the future. You're paying attention to where the, what you're bringing to the table, Richard. It, it, it's really powerful. The, the cup of tea that you, you're serving me is because right now in your present is the empathy. And the training was the past, but that was the training of the, the service that you provided for your country, the service that you provided for your family, the service you provided for yourself. You know, this is how we serve tea. We serve tea in a different way. We serve it in a personal story life that we can make a difference. And your difference is the attention. And attention is really powerful for our future because you're paying attention to everything that's coming to you. Well, the reason why I said the word attention, and it could be used in a couple of different ways because last year on New Year's Eve, somebody gave me, they said, pick two words for 2023. And my two words were intention and attention. And this year, my three words, I added another word, intention, attention, and retention because it does it does me no good if i get the if i have the intention to help a lot of people if i get their attention but i don't worry about retention and they get in my bucket and they go right through so for me now it's like okay how can i serve more so i can have more people be in my ecosystem so for me the three words are you know intention attention and retention i i like that you know the retention we don't speak about that enough so what brought that to you, to light for you, Richard, this year? Well, and unfortunately, it's because, I, like I said, I have over, now I have over 1,200 interviews uh, in, uh, on my podcast and live speaking and all that stuff. And I'm growing my email list. And for a while, everybody I put on my email list, they were leaving. So I'm thinking, I'm not providing enough value for them to stay. So I have to focus on giving people enough value where they're going to want to stay in my ecosystem because it does no good if whether if you have a podcast, if you have whatever you do, a group, if people join and then they quit the next day, you're just wasting your time. So for me, it was kind of like, OK, I need to serve more so I can help keep those people in my ecosystem so I can be in their lives. So that's where the whole retention came for this year. Well, the valuable content right and we and I, i've spoken to many different people over the last five years as well and if you're not bringing the valuable information and educational stuff to the table people get this you know they they just move away they're just like okay well i'll listen to one or two and then i'll leave you know we're start bringing valuable stuff to the table and people are saying, Oh, okay. Now I see where he's going. Now I see where this is going, you know? And then that one that leads to two, that two leads to three, that three leads to four. And this is where you become, you know, listen to Richard is because you, you were able to say, you know what, I want to change what I'm bringing to the table. Yeah. And you kind of did that with your life as well. Right. Like in your, in your book called uh, a hero, a hero's journey from darkness to light. You kind of shared that a little bit, right? Yeah, I put because when I had when I got had a meeting with Mr. Gary Vaynerchuk, um, he he told me, you know, start a podcast, and I want you to write a book, and I want you to put all the dirty stuff you've ever done, put it out there, so people can say, okay, you know, even though Rich was a drug addict and an alcoholic, um, you know, on his third marriage, people can see me now, you know. 10, 12 years later, now I got a beautiful wife. I got three beautiful children. I live in a beautiful home. I have a beautiful business, two beautiful, two brand new cars. But just, just to say, just your your past doesn't dictate your future. So for me, that that's what the whole thing is, is let people know, you know, no matter where you were at, you know, it doesn't match where you're going. Even like the 12 disciples in the Bible, they were all, they were tax collectors. They were fishermen. They weren't, you know, your average guys, but they all moved on to a higher calling because their past didn't dictate their future. And that's what my goal is to let people know 
doesn't matter where you've been. You know, it's a matter where you're going and where you're, where you're at and where you're going. So, Richard, how did you get the title for your book? Actually, uh, no clue. <laughs> I don't have a clue. Uh, you know what it is? I think one of my friends, Robert Garcia, dear friend of mine, we're actually writing a book together now, a new book. I think he came up with a title, but then I was talking to, now I'm dating myself. I just turned 55 yesterday. Uh, oh, you're double digit boy. Yeah, but I was a big <laughs> Superman guy growing up. I loved Superman. And I was talking to Christopher Reeve's wife. And I said, you know, before she passed, I said, would you mind if I used Christopher Reeve's quote for my book? And, and it was all about what a hero actually is. And then I started thinking that, you know, on 9-11, because that's when my whole life changed was on 9-48 on September 11th, 343 firefighters ran in while everybody else was running out. That's what a real hero is. I'm no hero, but I know that's why the book is dedicated to heroes. And that's what I think a hero is. A hero is they're willing to they're give, they're willing to run into the burning buildings while everybody else is running away. So and then it just I just like the title, a hero's journey. And now that I'm a writer and and I've been featured on many magazines, I learned how to write about the hero's journey in my writings. So it, it all kind of came together without thinking. And then of course my blindness, you know, now from darkness to light again. So it's it, it's all a God thing. So you know, but a friend of mine came up with the title, I think, and it just it just grew grew from there. Well, the and the cover of your book is really empowering. It, it you know it makes you want to read what's inside the book. Just the cover, I, I highly recommend everybody go out and grab a copy because just the cover alone, Richard has given me to look deeper, right? And I went and I, I looked deeper and I went and I was like, oh, okay. Now I want to know a little bit about your eyesight. Um, so that journey, the darkness to the light, you're, you're losing your eyesight. So the darkness is coming, right? The dark, like, is it progressing? Is it stable? It's stable now, but you know, we all know that if somebody has eye, eye problems, if there's eye problems in the family that I could lose my sight. But I have faith that I'm not going to, and I try to make sure that I don't drink too much tea, so my the caffeine doesn't get too too crazy. But you know, but I look at it as you know as a gift in a way because my hearing has gotten so much better. I've oh. learned how to instead of listening to my wife, I mean, you know, instead of hearing my wife, to actively listen to my wife, or if I'm having my podcast now, I can actually listen to what the, the, the person's saying. I can actually pick up and count certain words that that person says during our time so I can bring it up later. So for me, I consider it a gift because if you have everything in life, you can't appreciate not having something. So for me, you know, I, I call it a disability. It's not a disability. It's a disability. But I also believe that God said, hey, Junior, you know, uh, you're kind of cocky and you're kind of arrogant. Um, I'm going to humble you. So in one day, I went from being a bodybuilder with like 6% body fat, all hopped up on, on stuff that I wasn't supposed to be, to not even be able to find my way to the bathroom and get food. So I think God's humbled me to say, okay, you know, you're not all that in a bag of chips. So now you have, and I, and I literally sat in my chair for 18 months until I had like six surgeries in order to repair some of my eyes. So for that 18 months, I was a very, I'm still very, I try to be a very humble guy. Humble. And I love the song. Um, uh, what's his name? I can't even remember his name now. But he sings a song about being humble and kind. And oh, Tim I, McGraw. I, yep. By Tim McGraw. And I, and I try to be that guy now every day. I try to be humble. I try to be kind. And I think that's where the E in TAA comes from as far as being empathetic. You know, there's not enough kindness in the world. And by having this authentic, open discussion with you, Richard, I, I hope that the listeners and the, and the listeners that will listen to the replays and, and that later on the different platforms understand that, you know, life happens and we all have our things that go through. 
but you've looked at life differently, Richard, since you've gone through so much, right? So I watch your, your little clips and I watch your, how you come out and you, you encourage people to stay strong. You know, uh, yesterday I seen a post, Richard, and I really appreciate what you did. You turned it into a positive situation. Uh, you know, sometimes we get these distractions, we get these disappointments, you know, people let us down and you turned it into a positive. So I want to thank you for that because that's what we need to do, right? Is we need to take the pain and turn it into a purpose. Now I want to, and I, I just gave you two P's, but I want to get into your three P's because you offer a three P course that we talked about just before we came on. And I want to bring that out for the listeners out there and give them a chance to know a little bit more about the three P's of podcasting purpose profit uh power well, and profit well and, and again i'm an ex i'm an accidental podcaster i never even meant to start a podcast but podcasting saved my life now with over i think we're at like 1.6 million downloads and we're like number one in a lot of different places i've seen so many people start a podcast and then because the average podcast lasts 13 episodes and that's it. Um, and the reason why I think personally is because number one, they didn't start with the purpose. Number two, it wasn't powerful enough for people to stay and watch and be retained, you know, to retain listenership and then the profitable because it costs money to create good quality content. It may not be a lot of money, but it costs, like I know I, I pay for chat GPT. I pay for auto, auto CC. I pay for this. I pay for Calendly. I pay for my, you know, all StreamYard subscriptions. So, you know, and I have my, my admins. So it costs money to run something that that's, that's positive and good quality. And if you're not, if you're lacking any of those three, you're going to quit. You're not going to last past 13 episodes. So that's where I, I actually take a person, if you want to start a podcast, I take them from idea to profit. And they actually get to work with me for eight weeks personally. Two hours a week, get to work with me personally on, on the phone, through Zoom, whichever, Facebook Messenger. And I'll actually help you get your podcast ready, put out. And then at the end, I actually run Facebook ads for your podcast. So you're, you're hitting the ground running. You're hitting the ground being successful right from the get-go. And for me, and I spent over anywhere between fifty dollars and $100,000 taking courses from John Lee Dumas, Zach Babcock, Travis Johnson, uh, Eric Allen. So I've taken courses, went to seminars. So I'm given everything that I've been taught, and I'm teaching people so they don't fail. Because, you know, what's the sense of starting a podcast and and then you just 13 episodes, you're out. You waste a lot of time and you waste, probably waste a lot of money. So for me, why not go with somebody that's done it? And then somebody that's, you know, has these mentors like John Lee Dumas, which gets over a million downloads a month saying, yeah, you need to take this course because I taught the guy. So and I didn't pay John Lee for um for the endorsement and actually i've taken i've paid for his courses and i've paid for his books so um there's no wheeling and dealing but when somebody like him and dean graziosi says you need to listen to this guy then like you said i'm not saying it about myself but if they're saying it there might be something to it well and i like that you said purpose because we have to have a purpose in order to start anything in life right and I think, and consistency, you know, it, it, it's hard. Now, podcasting is hard. It's not easy. It's not for the easy soul, you know? Uh, and I like that you put power in there because the power behind your content, be proud of your content and invest in your content. Like you said, Richard, like, you know, you have to pay for the programs. You got to pay for the apps. You got to invest. If you're showing your audience and your listeners that you're invested in yourself, then they're going to invest in you, you know, um, and try different and be different. And Richard, I, I see that when I watch your podcast is a, it's very humble. It's very authentic. It's very personal and home style. I love the platform. Uh, how did you come up with a name for your podcast? Now this is, I, guys, if you're listening to me, 
Don't do it. Because I, I couldn't say, I, I can't say the M word. And I'm not even gonna try and say it because I don't want to I don't want to butcher it, right? I don't well, want to I'm the worst podcaster in history, and I'll tell you why. I started a podcast and I called it Success Your Why Powers Your How. I started it maybe seven years ago. I recorded 300 episodes until I realized it was never on iTunes. Oh, it was just on Spotify. And I went to go and I talked to the people at Spotify and they're like, yeah, you're not going to be able to upload 300 episodes. So I had to start all over again from ground zero with no listeners, no listenership, no guests. So I, I put out uh, um, I put out a post on my Facebook page. I'm like, guys, I need your help. Give me some names and some amazing podcast names. And my friend Daniel Faust actually came up with Vertical Momentum. He's like, because all you talk about is going up. So he's like, I think Vertical Momentum would be a great podcast. But then I found out somebody had Vertical Momentum podcast out there already. So that's when I added the resiliency part to it. So now it's Vertical Momentum Resiliency Podcast. But that's where it comes from. And if it wasn't for Daniel Faust and his amazing wife, um, I wouldn't have that. And we just actually just met for lunch a couple of days ago. They, they came in from Delaware. So we actually got lunch and hang out, took some pictures together. So if it wasn't for Daniel Faust, um, I would not have the, the podcast name. And if it wasn't for my guests, I wouldn't have any podcasts. So for me, I'm just standing on the shoulders of giants. And, I, and, I, and I'm just trying to you know, help people. If you want to be a podcaster, I can help you. But it's work. It takes a lot of work to be successful. Absolutely. And you got to you got to be determined, right? You got to stand on on it. And sometimes you'll have those hard days and those struggles and you'll be like, oh, why am I doing this for? Like, you know, is anybody listening? You know, you get those moments as a podcaster, you know, and that was yesterday. And I did that that video because I got up and I, I was all excited and I'm like, oh, man, I got I got this podcast. I have my tea ready and I'm excited. And then I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm waiting. No call, no show. And I'm like, oh, then I get a message. Oh, we're going to have to stop sponsorship of your show because of the economy right now. And I'm like. But then I'm thinking I looked around and I'm like, I got a great life. I got a beautiful wife. I got the beautiful kids. I got a beautiful home. I got a great business. And just because something got me down for a minute, I'm not going to let it ruin the rest of my day. That's when I did the video. Because I was told that if something's not going to matter five years from now, don't let it take up five minutes right now. And that was That's something I, I learned from one of my friends, Rich Davini. He's a, a Navy SEAL commander. He wrote a book called The Attributes. And he says, if you win at something, celebrate for three minutes and then move on. If oh. you lose at something, get depressed, cry about it for three minutes and then move on. So that's where I got that whole five minute rule that if it's not going to bother you in five years, don't let it bother you for five minutes. Well, and we've, you know, society has made us these people, right? These program people that, oh my God, and they, they let me down, you know, and we waste so much energy and so much time. But what you did yesterday, you flipped it right away. You you flipped that pancake over and you were like, nope, we're not having it. And I, I'm blessed. I have all of this going on for me, you know. And as a podcast host, I want to share this with you, Richard. I have had those guests where no show, no response, or the show is supposed to go live. And then they're like, oh, well, there was a scheduling issue. Those people do not respect the platform. And it's God protecting us. It's God saying, you know what? They were not meant to be on our platform to begin with because he did not understand the purpose that we had for our platforms. That's how I look at when people don't show. When people show disrespect to Miss Liz or to any of your podcaster hosts out there, it's because they don't respect your platform. So it was a blessing in disguise, Richard, for you. And yesterday you flipped that pancake so good. I was happy for you. I was like high-fiving in the air. I was like, way to go, Richard, because that's what we need to do, right? Is but, we but then what happened up. was um, he reached, the gentleman reached out to me. He's like, we had a family emergency. Can we reach But that happens too, right? But then I said, you know, I've done it where I've had guests and I had to cancel for some reason. Um, but I always message him and say, you know, 
I'm sorry. Can we reschedule? I, I apologize. But we have to be able to give grace if we ask for grace. Yeah. And then I asked him, is there something I can pray for you about that I can help you with? And I found out he's two towns away from me without even knowing it. So if wow. I would have took the attitude of being an a-hole and just ble- and, you know, just bless them out, maybe I'm not going to have that relationship down the road. So for me, you know, I understand things happen. And then, you know, the one sponsor pulled out and then he messaged me back. But then I picked up another sponsor yesterday. So for me, it's kind of like, okay, I mean, I was mad at the moment. And then I thought, okay, just like if me and my wife argue, we might argue about something stupid. It's usually something that I did. And I'll get mad and we argue and I go downstairs and I'll be like, what role did I play? You know, why did this why did this sponsor cancel out? Was I not providing enough value? So for me, I'm I'm the kind of guy that I'll blow up, but then I'll get real introspective and I'll be and I'll t- go to my wife with my head head hanging low and I'll be like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry for being stupid, you know. And I do that in all aspects of my life. If if somebody's not doesn't want to be a sponsor next month, I'm going to find out why. Maybe it's because I'm not providing enough value. And that's when I think, okay, well, how can I provide more value next time? So for me, it's always a learning curve. It's always growing, but it's always having grace because everybody needs grace in today's, in this world we live in. Well, and it's good communication skills, right? Life does happen. And that's why with Tea Time, I only give the links 48 hours before because if, you know, life happens and I want my guests to give me that 48 hours notice and say, you know what, Uh, can we reschedule? Can we do this again? And sometimes something happens right in the moment, right? And they're not able to communicate. But if the if you were able to communicate later, that's a good sign because that might mean that in the future it can be rescheduled. But mm-hmm. when there's no communication and there's no no understanding of what happens, then it leaves us as hosts wondering, okay, what's going on? But like I like your approach, Richard. You know, taking back and saying, what am I not doing? Because sometimes we have to look at the mirror and say, oh, it's us. We're not Mm -hmm. providing enough. We're not bringing enough good content. So this person wants to step back. But that doesn't mean that this person won't come back in the future. Mm -hmm. It gives us that time to grow. And then maybe that sponsor will come back and say, you know what? Now I want to sponsor again. You know, and blessings, right? We have to close the chapters in order to open chapters. So you got to sponsor. but I also don't close the door because um, everybody I've ever had on my show, I'm friends with. I've yeah. built relationships with everybody that's ever been on my show. So for me, you know, even you don't want to be a sponsor. Okay. But I'm still going to be there for you. I'm still going to be there for you and your bride. If you guys are struggling, I'm still going to be there because that's not what relationships are about. And if it's just a transaction, I don't want to be involved in it. If you're just, if it's just going to be a transaction for you to be on the show, so to get your word out there to my audience, I'm good. Thanks. I'm, I'm, I don't need you. So, but if you're, if I, tell thanks, everybody, no thanks. <laughs> I tell everybody, if you're going to be on my show, I want to build a generational relationship with you. If you, if you're just here to sell stuff, I'm not the guy. Yeah. So I'm, and that's I'm, the way I try to live my life. I really like that because we need more people like you out there, Richard, saying that, you know what? Thanks, but no thanks. You know, uh, we we have to be able to protect our, our platforms as well. And, you know, show our true authentic selves and th- show us that we have come a long way. We've overcome a long things, you know, and you, you said you were you were an accident podcaster and look where you are now today. So, you know what? Accidents sometimes bring out results they bring it's the pain to purpose right it's bringing different to the table no, i want like i want to get like they say you know broken crayons can still draw beautiful pictures exactly right and i and i love this communication that we're having this open discussion because the listeners out there are saying you know we need rawness we need the real we need that going to grandma's house and I'm going every time I say this word I I melt down because it's still fresh for me but going to grandma's house and having that authentic conversation with your grandparents or with your loved ones and saying 
how can I fix what's broken in me? How can I fix what I've caused? You know, because sometimes the mirror is us and it's hard. And when you go to grandma's house for tea, grandma kind of makes you look within your cup and says, oh, what, what? Oh, oh, okay. I see. I see. I see. So it's almost like that pause, right? That pause of taking time to serve tea. Now, Richard, we talked about this before we went live. I said tea and you said, I got my tea, Miss Liz. So I want to know what Richard's drinking because we do serve tea that way as well. So Richard, what kind of tea are you drinking today? I'm actually, I, I'm actually, I'm drinking, I, I started my own coffee company. So I'm drinking half, half of my coffee. And then I'm also drinking uh, decaf black tea for health purposes. So I kind of have a coffee and tea thing going. And I don't like hot coffee, but I love iced coffee. And that's what I drink. And then tonight, about six o'clock, I'm going to make myself a couple bags of decaf tea. Because I, I just love the taste of tea. And I know the health benefits of it. So I, I'm just, I'm a big tea guy. Always have been. So I, and, I, and I drink half coffee, half tea in the afternoon, morning. And then I have tea at night. Because... For me, it, it's it's comforting. I don't know why there's something comfort because my I guess the lady that raised me, she was from Inc from Yorkshire, England. She was a, a, a nurse. And every time I would come in, she like, sit down, pet, let's have a cup of tea. So for me, it's always been the, okay, I feel safe, even if I'm even if it's just a cup of tea and some cookies. So that's why I drink. I drink a lot of tea. I, I drink soda once in a while, but I'm, I'm more of a, a tea kind of guy. And I love flavored tea. I love like raspberry, strawberry, blackberry. I'm a big flavor guy. Oh, you're a berry person. Oh, oh yeah. I like it. <laughs> yeah. I'm a definitely flavor kind of guy. I, I love all kinds of flavors. So. Well, you, and you named all berry tea, so that you really like the sweet teas. So you're yes, have you of course been? being a diabetic, who wouldn't like the sweet stuff? <laughs> right? We're supposed to stay away from them, but they, hello, we go right to them, right? Yep. <laughs> it's like the stuff that we we're supposed to stay away from, we go to, right? It's you know, that bag of chips and all of that stuff, right? So, yeah. but I love that you love the berry tea because that's my raspberry color. That's what the raspberry represents. It represents the berries in us, right? That's why I love so, the Snapple, the diet Snapple raspberry. Oh my God. I love that <laughs> stuff. You're going to make me go buy one. <laughs> but you know, something that you just said, because I want to touch on it real quick, because I, I believe that we can change our whole life in 90 days and people say, well, that's impossible. I'm like, no, it's not for the next 90 days. If you just, when you're on your social media, if you just heart everything that's positive and swipe up everything that's negative, your, your mind, you were born with something. It was, it's called a reticulator activating system in the brain that whatever you look for, you're going to find. Your brain is just like your Facebook feed. Whatever you constantly look for, you're going to find. So eventually, if you just start looking for the health benefits, if you start looking for positive, you start looking for money, and you start focusing on what you do want instead of focusing on what you don't want, you can change your life in 90 days, and it won't cost you a penny. Right? It's, you know, it's putting the work into it. It's finding the purpose of your life, right? Finding yeah. what drives you. So what is your drive, Richard? Legacy. And the reason why I bring that up, my 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 aunt just passed on uh, Wednesday, or last Wednesday. And it brought me to thinking, well, her, her brother passed a couple years ago. And I had two funerals in like the same week. And one of them, he died, my, my one uncle Tino died at a young age. Uh, but he was a Christian and he was helping people. He was feeding the homeless and he was taking care of people and he was loved. And when he passed away, they had to have like three or four services. The place was packed. And then my my other uncle died and he was a he was an older gentleman, a great guy, but he was more homebound, you know, not homebound, but he would go to work and come home. And there was nobody except for the media family at his at his funeral. And as I was sitting at his funeral, I'm going, wow, what is my funeral going to be like? You know, what are people going to say about me? And we were joking before we got on. I want thousands of people to show up. Number one, to make sure that I, that I really am dead. Uh, but number two, 
just I want people to say, you know what? I, I heard that thing that Rich was talking about a couple of years ago about the five minute thing. And that changed my life or somebody to come up to my daughter and say, you know what? Your father was saying something on a podcast and I was going to blow my brains out that day. But I pulled the I pulled the, the gun out of my mouth and I decided to live. So for me, everything I do, everything I talk about when I wake up in the morning, when I go to bed at night, everything is about legacy and leaving this world a better place than when I got here. So for me, you know, because Gary, one of my favorite quotes is by Gary Vaynerchuk. He said, your legacy will always be more valuable than your currency. And for me, that's touched my heart. So everything I do now is for legacy. And because you know, if you love what you're doing and you're successful, money's going to come. But, you know, but if you're just living for money, then you're not building a legacy. You can't have both. So that's what that's all. everything I do is for is to, to leave this world a better place than when I got here. And I, I think you just put it really good. You know, if you're just living for money, just living for currency, are you really living your life? Uh, you know, and sometimes losing loved ones. Uh, and I'm sorry for your loss, Richard. It makes us look at life and see what really matters. Uh, you know, with my grandma's passing in November, it has thrown me for a loop. I've been struggling with up and down mental health, right? Um, but it makes me focus on what I really want to bring to the table, what I really want to leave for my children, my grandchildren, my great-grandchildren. You know, I want to be that person as well, Richard, where they come to your funeral and they say, because of your mom, because of your grandma, I'm here today. You know, uh, just giving me that five minutes. And I think the greatest thing you can do is take out a piece of paper and write your own obituary. Oh, because then you'll know, well, this is where I want to be. This is what I want said about me. So let it, me become the person that they're going to say that about. And I, I don't remember where I heard it, but I actually read, I wrote out my own obituary, what I want people to say about me. Now I'm like, OK, well, he said he was going to be the, the father and a husband. So now I got to be that person. So for me, to, you know, sometimes you might have to look at your hard truths and be like, well, you know, if you want to be a leader, you got to be somebody that people want to follow. And if you want to be a great husband, you got to do the husband thing. If you want to be a great father, you got to do the father thing. So, you know, maybe you sit down and write your own obituary. It'll, it'll, it'll sober you up real quick. And the thing for me is when I go to bed at night, I know that there, I might not wake up the next morning and because one day I won't. But when I wake up in the morning, well, I, you know, there's a life hack for you people out there that if you want to be successful in life, this life hack changed me. When I go to bed at night, first thing I do is put my arm around my wife. I pray for her happiness. I pray for her health. And I pray to, that Lord knows that, she that I love her the way I do. And then I say three things that happened during my day that I'm going to be grateful for. This is going to be one of them. When I pray tonight, I'm going to say, Lord, thank you for letting me on with Ms. Liz on tea time. And then I picked two other things that I'm grateful for. And then when I wake up in the morning, if I could see something because I lost my vision, I wake up and I say, Lord, I woke up. I could see something. Today is going to be an amazing day. No matter what it is, whatever you got in store for me. It's going to be an amazing day. Then when I hit my feet, I'm already starting out on the positive. So if you go to bed positive and you wake wake up positive, your day is going to go a lot better than if you went to bed watching the Fox News or watching, you know, watching death and destruction. And then you're waking up and getting on your phone first thing. So those those hacks change my life. So, Richard, what message do you have for the listeners today? Today, you get to decide. From now on, because I'm a, I'm a, I used to hate Grant Cardone. I used to hate that man until I heard his story about how he came back from drug addiction and homelessness, and now he's addicted to success. And I read his book, 10X, and the thing I got out of the whole book, he said, from now on, whoever's reading this page, realize that everything in your life is from this point on is your fault. Not how, Not what happens to you but how you react to things that happen to you. So from now on, if you're watching this, 
from now on, everything in your life is your fault. So whether you succeed, whether you fail, it's all on you. And that's all about the decisions that you make today. Wow. Wow. <laughs> you, you just took me back for a second there. It's the responsibility of our, our lives, right? Looking and taking the accountability that it is our fault, whether we decide to fail or succeed or get up or stay down. It, it's our choice, right? Wow. Richard. Wow. You, you caught me off guard. <laughs> um, so if anybody would like to know more about you, Richard, and all of the good stuff that you have, you have your book, you have the podcast, you have the course, how can they find you? And for the listeners out there, can you uh, spell out your uh, website for them? Yeah, my, my, my website is called, it's Vertical Momentum Podcast. But what I'm going to do for your audience is anybody that's, that's watching, if they send me your, if they send you their email address, or send me um, that me their email address, and they're in the United States because sometimes you, certain laws are stupid. Um, I will send you my book for free, no cost. It'll go right into your email, and then if you want to have a conversation about if I can help you physically, mentally, spiritually, or podcast-wise, we can have that conversation. And I'm offering anybody that's listening an hour of my time, an hour consult for free, no charge, no, no, there's nothing. I just want to be able to say thank you for being watching this and being a listener. So if you, if you would love to contact me, we can set up a zoom call, you know, and I can help, I'll help you out whatever way I can help you. I may not be able to help you out at all. We just might end up being friends. So I'm offering a free book and a free hour of my time for each one of your listeners and you, of course. And an and I awesome want, friendship. I want you to come on my show. Absolutely. Well, I think I'm scheduled to be on your show for the Mental Health Warriors. I want to talk about that. We have less than a couple of minutes here left, uh, Richard. The Mental Health Warriors, you've joined forces with them. Uh, so that show, when will that be airing? So people can tune into that as well. The first Tuesday of every month at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, I'm going to be going solo for this month. And I think the next month we're going to have you on because I want to be able to get my graphics because you've done an amazing job with these flyers and these graphics. I can't even touch that. So I want to be able to get together with me and you to put the flyer together so we can push it out. So, yeah, um, and Adam, um, Andrea Mason, you know, they're the ones that invited me to be a part of mental health. So I'm just grateful to be there. And like I said, it's just another way for me to serve. I don't make any money off of it. It actually costs me money to be on beyond the mental health warriors. But, you know, it is it's pay, all paying it forward and just letting that one person know that it's OK not to be OK. Uh, you know, that statement, it's OK not to be OK, needs to be put out on all the banners out there on all the stop signs, because a lot of people, as soon as you say the word, I'm OK, they're like, oh, OK, we're I can go away now. They don't really want to hear that you're not okay. You know, uh, I always tell everybody when Miss Liz says I'm okay, Miss Liz is not okay. So well, you know, like when I'm talking to somebody and I'll ask them, how are you doing? And they always give the standard answers. I'm good. And then when I ask, how are you really doing? That's when it'll open up because everybody gives a standard answer. But then when you go into those third and fourth level questions, that's when you get to the root of the pain. Yeah. Yeah. When I say the word, okay, I'm not okay. When I say I'm good, I'm good. Uh, you know, there's different levels of my mental health and I, I know the steps and the tools that I need to take. Right. But yeah, I tell people, and you know, sometimes we just run down that roller coaster a little faster than some other ones. Right. So mm -hmm. I really want to thank you, Richard, for sitting and having tea with me and blessing my audience with your, with your voice and all the incredible things that you've done. Again, thank you so much for bringing the training, empathy and attention to the table. 
you know, that's how we serve in this house. I will be back at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with a second uh, incredible man, uh, John E. McLaughlin. He'll be coming in and talking about leadership and military and all of that and how that has saved his life. So today we are giving thanks to all of the men and women who have served for their countries. No matter what country you are in, I want to thank you for your services. Uh, I'm, I'm in Canada and I want to thank the veterans who have served in my in my country as well. So again, thank you to everybody. And I will see everybody for a second TEA at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Until then, check out Miss Liz's YouTube channel and my website if you'd like to connect and collaborate with Miss Liz in any way.